With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Praise God. Psalms 34 and 1 says, I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Welcome today to a Word from God radio broadcast on blogtalkradio.com. I am your radio hostess this afternoon, Evangelist Rebecca Collier Hagler. And I want you to know today, saints of God, that God has a designed word especially for you. Psalms 119 and 11 says, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. You see, with God's word in our heart, our lives will forever, ever change. Psalms 119 and 105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet, and it is a lamp unto my path, meaning that the word will illuminate our steps as we walk towards our purpose in Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Well, it does bring me great joy today to come before you right here on blogtalkradio.com and to share a word from God with you. Again, it is such a blessing to be back on the air. I have been off the air for a while, 
But for those of you who have been asking me when I would be returning back to the uh, uh, radio uh, circuit, well, I am back, and I'm so thankful to be back. And I thank you all for your encouraging words and for your support, and I really do appreciate you so much. I tell you, uh, being a minister of the gospel, a lot of times, you know, things do happen to you in your life. And so it's good to know that there are people out there praying for you, that people will send you a word of encouragement, that if something that you said has been a blessing to them, because the enemy will try to come against us in many, many times, making us think that what we're saying is not beneficial or what we're saying is not reaching anybody. So when I do hear from you and I get a word of encouragement, it is just such a blessing to my spirit. So once again, I do thank you all very much. Well, on yesterday, we started a segment uh, that says, I am here on purpose. Now, I had preached this um, a couple of months ago at my church And I've kind of changed things around. I'm not doing the complete message that I did, but God has added some other things that he had wanted me to say. So this is I Am Here on Purpose, Part 2. Now, just to kind of go over a little bit about what we talked about on yesterday, uh, we realize that each of us has a purpose in life that God has given each of us a plan, but is our plan or what we want to do, is it what God would have us to do, or is it something that we want to do? Um, God has given us a plan uh, even before creation, and we're going to get a little bit into that today. But um, how many of you know that God has a purpose for you? Many of you may think and feel, because they say like 40% of Americans don't even believe that we have a purpose, don't even know why we're here on the earth at this moment and at this time. But God is working everything together. We all have a purpose because it's all coming together to build the kingdom of God and to tear down the kingdom of our enemy. And on yesterday, I left you with this particular uh, saying, and I, I told you on yesterday, the number one strategy for discovering our purpose is listening to your life. We need to begin to look at our past and our past and see what roads maybe that you took to get to where you are now. Everything that God has intended for us to be, it is already within us, even when we didn't know Christ, even when we didn't know that there was a purpose and a plan for us. God was beginning to build that purpose and plan in us, even at that time. Now, along the way, did you maybe stumble somewhere and you just stayed down? Um, Were you afraid to see? What lies ahead? Sometimes God will begin to lead us into our purpose, and maybe we might fall by the wayside, or maybe we get a little too afraid to see 
what's going to take place or what's going to happen so we don't pursue, we don't go after our purpose. Did you allow circumstances to lead you down another pathway? Yesterday we talked about uh, trying to take somebody else's purpose for our own because we feel like their purpose gave uh, you, because we saw that it gave them celebrity status, and you're saying, well, you know, I want celebrity status. I want people to uh, notice me. And so sometimes what we'll do is we'll try to go down another pathway. But when we go down the wrong pathway, all we find is unhappiness. Or do you just not care, excuse me, or do you just not care where life is taking you? Parker Palmer uh, quoted this. Are you telling your life what you want to do, or are you listening to your life to tell you who you really are? Do you really know who you really are? It took me a while to discover my purpose. It took me a while to really discover who I was, but now that I'm walking down the path, down the road that God has led me down, that I'm following him down, these are some of the happiest times of my life because I'm doing what I was placed here to do. Now, there are signs and ways to know how to walk in your purpose pathway. And the first thing is we want to walk with God. The first thing we want to do is we want to walk with God. You need to develop a relationship with him. Christianity is all about relationship rather than just religion. And so you must seek to know him and not just seek to know about him. We all know about God. Many of us, we went to Sunday school. We went to church when we were children. We went to the missionary meetings. We went to BTU. We went to YPWW. We, we know about God. But what God is saying to you today, he wants you to walk with him so that you can actually know him and not know about him. Proverbs 3 Verses 5 and 6 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge him. And God says he will direct your path. Many of us are leaning to our own understanding. And we're not putting our trust and our faith in God. We're not allowing him to lead us and guide us down the pathway that he wants us to go. For some of us, we should have been doing our purpose, the plan that God had for our lives, but we allowed so many different things to interfere. Uh, Maybe it was getting married too soon. Maybe it was marrying the wrong person. Maybe it was uh, not taking the job that God told you to take. Maybe it was being in the wrong field. Maybe it was fear. Whatever the situation was, all you have to do is back, back, talk with the Lord and say, God, I'm sorry, forgive me. Lord, put me on the road. I want to be on the pathway to my purpose. The next thing is surrender your will to God's will. 
Many times when we say we are seeking God's will, what we're really wanting to say to God is, okay, God, here's what I'm planning to do. How many of you have been telling God what your plans in life are, but you haven't asked God what was his plan for your life? And some people do go down a road. And maybe they do become successful in doing their own plan. But success and happiness are two different things. There are a lot of successful people on this earth today, but they're not happy because they haven't done what God has told them to do. That's like many of us, our parents say they want us to be a doctor or they want us to be a lawyer or they want us to be a nurse. But that's not what God has placed in your heart, but to please your family, to to make them proud of you. You go ahead and you do what it is that they tell you to do. And then you wind up not being happy because you haven't fulfilled your purpose in life. And then the next thing is we need to listen to God's spirit. We need to develop a strong prayer life, not only talking to God, but develop a habit of listening to him as well. If we do all the talking and the asking, we will never know what God is saying. So many times we're talking, it's just like having a two-way conversation with a friend. And you're the one just talking and talking and talking, and your friend doesn't get a word in edgewise. But, you know, you ask God to lead you to somebody that had the answer, and they're the ones that have the answer, but you're always talking. And so all they get a chance to say is, "Mm mm-hmm, yeah, okay, uh uh-huh, yeah, right. Well, uh-huh, uh-huh, because you don't give them the opportunity. Stop talking so much and listen to hear what God is trying to tell you and where God is trying to lead you to. The next thing, listen to your heart. In listening to the Spirit, you should also listen to your heart. Let's read this passage here in Psalms 37. And verse 4 and 5, it says, Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your ways to the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. You see, thanks to God, when we are walking with the Lord, he will begin to shape our desires so that we desire the thing that he has already called us to do. His desires turn into our desires that he will bring to pass in our life. You know, we often hear that scripture, God will give you the desires of your heart, and you think it's because those are your desires. But there are desires that God has placed in your heart And he wants you to trust him. He wants you to uh, walk the way that he's telling you to walk so that he can fulfill the desires so that you can become everything that God wants you to become. When you're desiring something, ask God, Lord, is this your desire for my life or is this something that I want to do? So begin to allow your desires to uh, become God's desires or God's desires to become your 
desires. Now, I'm going to ask you to just take a look at your life. Now, what have you always been passionate about? If your passion could make you a million dollars, but you could do it for free, you can pretty much sure that this involves your purpose in life. What is your passion? Do you enjoy helping people? Do you enjoy feeding people? Do you enjoy ministry work? Do you enjoy writing? Um, Do you enjoy working in children's ministry? What is it that you enjoy? Has God given you an idea for children's ministry that would revolutionize ministry for children? Has God given you a book that would be a blessing to the body of Christ? Look at your life and see just exactly what have you always been passionate about. I've always been passionate about clothes and jewelry. I always loved it, you know. And now here I am. I have my own business in this particular area. And at times, you know, as the Spirit of the Lord leads, I've done different things for women in that area. I always love, to, as I said yesterday, to sit down and talk and counsel and give advice. I always like to encourage. I always like uh, to to let women know that they were beautiful, not just uh, on the inside but also on the outside. You never know what a kind word uh, being said to someone that's having a rough day will do to change their life. So what has your passion been? You cannot discover your purpose by yourself. It takes seeking God, your creator, who made you to set you on a path to greatness. I like this particular scripture here, Psalms 139 and 16. This is what it says. It says, you saw me before I was born and scheduled each day of my life before I began to breathe. Every day was recorded in your book. Hallelujah. Even before you took your first breath, even before you were born, God had already scheduled. Hallelujah. He had already scheduled your life. Right then and right there. And then it says that every day of your life was recorded in his book even before you took your breath, before you were born. God had made a schedule, a plan on how your life was to be even before we took our first breath. And then it was recorded in his book. Now, some of you might say, well, uh, Evangelist Becky, my life has not been the best life. I have gone through so much. Is that what God intended for me? Yes, because people who have, uh, that God has placed greatness in them, you're not going to walk through this thing smoothly. You're going to hit some bumps in the road. You're going to hit some rough patches in life. You're going to hit some twists. And you're going to hit some turns all on your way to your path to purpose. Everything that you do 
when you're walking or beginning to walk in your purpose is not going to be easy. All of your steps aren't going to be uh, great steps. Some of them are going to be hard. Sometimes you're going to have to climb a mountain. Sometimes you're going to have to go through a valley, through a wilderness. Sometimes you're going to fall into a ditch. But eventually, if you keep trusting God, if you keep believing God, if you keep walking in the way that God has told you to walk, if you follow his road and if you follow his plan, you will go. You will reach where God wants you to to go. You will become that person that God wants you to become. As long as we complain, as long as we sit back, as long as we walk in unbelief, as long as we allow fear to be our constant companion, we are not going to go where it is that God would have us to go. Um, If we will follow his plan for us to reach the purpose that he has, if we will follow his plan, God will walk you through it himself. You will know that you're not alone. That's the one thing I want you to know is you're not by yourself when you begin to walk uh, in your uh, walk through life for your purpose and, and the plan that God has for you. God walks with you. The scripture says that um, he will never leave you nor will he forsake you, meaning he will not abandon you. He says in the world we're going to have trouble, but be of good cheer because he has overcome the world. As we begin to walk according to his word, that's why you need to know the word of God. When you know his word, you have something to fight with. Then you take your shield of faith, and you can move forward when you have to go through those valleys and go through that high-top mountain and climb that mountain or, or coming up the rough side of that mountain or when you have to, to, to go through the desert. You know, when you have the word of God and the shield of faith and then you cover yourself in prayer, there is no way that you won't make it. Sometimes achieving our mission will be severely painful. But if you continue the journey, no matter the bumps in the road, you will always be successful. No one of greatness has ever smoothly walked into their purpose. But it did take the peaks and the valleys to get there, But hallelujah, they got there. And that's what I'm telling you today. I don't care what you have to go through, what you might have to suffer, because the enemy does not want you to reach where you have to go. Your purpose, the thing that God has placed you here for, is a part of God's plan for his kingdom. God needs everyone to do their part. It's just like making a cake. We need all of the ingredients to make a perfect cake. We need all of the ingredients, the flour, the sugar, the 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 um the baking soda, the eggs, the milk, the butter, 
uh, a little bit of stuff. Whatever it is that we need, we need it all to make a great cake. God needs each and every one of you to do your part, to become that man and woman of purpose, following after your purpose, uh, joining up with your purpose, walking in your purpose. Hallelujah. Don't stop going after what God has. Sky is the limit. You can go as far in Christ as you want. But don't stop. Don't allow fear to be your constant companion. Hallelujah. We're going to go ahead and we're going to stop here. And I'm pretty sure that there are some of you out there that says, Sister Becky, I just need you to pray with me right now. I need to uh, really seek God on my purpose and, and the plan that he has for my life. I'm not quite sure. And so let's go ahead and we're just going to pray at this moment. I'm just going to ask God to begin to lead you and guide you in the area of your purpose. Father, we lift your men and your women before you today. And, Father God, many of them come seeking purpose from you, Lord. Many of you, many of them, Father God, are not quite sure where you're leading them. Maybe they have to look over their life, Lord God, and see uh, the area where you have been dealing with them all this time. Maybe, Father God, they don't realize that their passion is their purpose, oh God. But, Lord God, as they begin to cry out to you, as they begin to seek you, Father God, I pray that you will take them through the process, oh God, of following their purpose, following their pathway, Lord God, to the thing that you have for them to do. I pray that you bless each and every one, Father God, that is listening on today. Father God, for those that are not saved, I pray, Father God, that they will uh, find you, Father God, and that they will give their lives to you and become everything for you that they can possibly be. For the backslider, Lord God, that the backslider will come back home and be restored. And Father God, and take up, up, Lord God, where they left off, that, Lord God, they don't have to go back and start all over again, but that you'll grab them right where they were, and, Father, and move them closer and closer and closer. For those, Father God, that just desire, Father God, more of you, I'm asking, Father God, your blessings upon their lives, oh God. And we thank you and we praise you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, I see that it is time for um, us to leave the airwaves. Once again, I hope that you were blessed by the word of God today. I pray that um, that something was said that pricked your heart, that caused your heart to say, you know what? I want to do better. I want to do a lot better than what I've been doing. God, I need to um, find your purpose in life for me. Lord, I need for you to help me. Father God, I need for you to train me. Lord, I need for you to show me exactly what it is that you have. And Lord, we just thank you and praise you. All right, well, praise God. Before we leave the broadcast today, I would like for you to go to our Facebook page. I have two Facebook pages. One is called A Word From God, which is a regular Facebook page. 
And then I have another uh, page on Facebook. It's a group page. And I'd like for you to go ahead and go on those pages and like those pages. Uh, And we would love to have you to be a part of it. I do also uh, post all of my um, messages that I share. I post them on um, on my Facebook page as well. Also, we would love uh, for you to email us at a word from God three at aol dot com. That's a word from God three at aol dot com. I pray that you will reach out to us uh, through the email and let us know how much you're enjoying um, our um, radio broadcast. Uh, if you have any questions. Um, if you need any type of prayer request that you may have, or for speaking engagements, or even for donations, go to a word from God three at aol dot com. Well, praise God! I want to say thank you for tuning in to a word from God on blogtalkradio dot com. I am your radio hostess, Evangelist Rebecca Collier Hagler, saying thank you for joining us. And may God richly bless all of your endeavors for him. See you next time. God bless you, and have a great day. Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.